Minehead Baptist Church Sermon Podcast for Sunday the 19th of March 2023. Hello and welcome, thank you once again for joining me, my name's James and I'm the web guy here at NBC. This week we continued looking at our series of A Rhythm of Life with Celebrating, and it was also Mothering Sunday. The reading was Psalm 150, so let's go and join the service as Paul's introducing it and doing some notices. Good morning and welcome, welcome this morning, it's really good to see you. It's good to see the octopus has just walked in, and um, actually it's an amazing, what an amazing hat that is, it's awesome. Lovely to be with you, and lovely to welcome you, and lovely to say it's amazing to come together on Mothering Sunday and praise God as church family. There are a few notices for the week. The first is to say that after the service today, there will be a cake sale. Oh, you're not as excited about cake as me then. <laughs> the cake sale will be on behalf of uh, um, giving funds to Richard. Richard's going on mission trip to Israel, um, and we are helping Richard raise those monies. Now, I understand it's the youth and Richard that have been baking. I'm looking at Richard to make sure I've got that correct. So actually, you could have an amazing cake made by one of our amazing young people. So what better, what better reason can you have them but to give £5 for a cake? Oh, I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll take a pound or 50p or whatever, actually. And if for a visit, we'd love, to, we'd love just to give you a bit of cake. Um, so please don't feel you have to contribute at all. This is about church family here standing with Richard. The second is a piece of family news. Um, sorry, the second is to say that next week, and you may or may not be able to see that on my bit of paper, but you certainly saw it on the screen beforehand. Next week... It's the journey that takes place at Paulock Methodist Church between 7 and 8.30. As it is titled, An Evening of Prayer and Contem... Con- can't say the word. Thank you. Contemporary Praise and Worship for Everyone. And the important words there are the for everyone bit, actually. It is for us all. And I know that because me and Lorraine have been along, so we can testify to that personally. And, so even let us yeah, even and let there's us cake. And there's cake. And there's cake. And well, it's free. <laughs> and, and therefore the word that it's about is really good hope so come along next Sunday evening to Pollock Methodist Church between 7 and 8.30 the second piece of, of family news is to say Shirley, where's Shirley? Shirley, where are you? hi Shirley happy birthday uh, it's one of those birthdays I understand Shirley that come around every 10 years is that right? I've got to tell you, Shirley, I would have thought you were younger than 70. <laughs> Be really good to wish Shirley happy birthday on a day with one of those zeros in. But you're going to have to take my pitch in it. Is that okay? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Shirley. Happy birthday to you. Well done for those. Happy birthday, Shirley. Well done for everyone that sang in harmony. That was awesome. There are two more notices. One is to say that for those of you that have tried to get Spring Harvest tickets, you'll notice that for Minehead, there is a waiting list just for day tickets. In speaking to Spring Harvest this week, they said that it's really unlikely that that, uh, many people at all, even if you're already on the waiting list, will get day tickets. 
So Spring Harvest have agreed to let us do something for the very first time, which is a blessing. Thank you, Spring Harvest. We are going to stream Spring Harvest live here in the church. Um, So just to let you know, throughout the week, Spring Harvest will be here every evening, the celebration, and it's free. Okay, so, so just come along and worship with us together. But that does mean we need people to help us. So you'll see on the notice it says, if you can help, please contact Richard. And I expect the queue to Richard later. It'll be enormous, Richard, not to worry. But if you can help us at all, please let us know. Lastly, but not leastly, in our notices, friends, it's, of course, a sad day when we lose one of our saints. But a glorious day when we remember that they're now in glory. And that's true of Ken Denman. Unfortunately, this week we lost Ken suddenly. It was a shock to his family and a shock, of course, to those, including his daughter, that found him. However, it was not long afterwards that his daughter daughter herself was saying, Dad's now with his Saviour in glory. Can I invite you, dear church, to pray with me? To remember Ken, but to celebrate the reality of glory. Father God, we thank you for Ken, for the Reverend Ken, for the blessing he was across many years of ministry to many congregations. We thank you, Lord, for the people that you touched through him, for disciples that journeyed with him. Lord, I just thank you for all those that knew and loved him. And this morning we pray for his family for his daughters. Lord, you would just uphold them and keep them in your loving arms. And through these moments of pain and grief, that they may know that their dad is in glory, worshipping the Lord. And as he knows the reality of you this morning, Lord, we declare with certainty that there is no more pain or suffering, no more loss or rejection, No more worry or anxiety for Ken. There is simply eternity with you. Thank you, Lord, for that certainty. And thank you, Lord, that you came to make it a reality. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This morning we're going to be looking at celebration. What a day to do that as we think of Mothering Sunday as well. But Psalm 145 has some amazing words. This psalm was written at the time when David longed that all the people would come together and recognize God and worship. And this is how it starts. And then I'll hand over to Laura who's going to lead us in some worship. These are amazing words in my opinion. It says this. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness. And joyfully sing of your righteousness. Aren't they awesome words? And they ask the question of you and I, dear church. This morning, 
Will you join with us and celebrate our Lord's abundant goodness and joyfully sing of his righteousness? I say that it's one of those moments when we ought to go, and all God's people said, Amen. Laura. Good morning, everybody. What a beautiful morning as well to meet and to worship our Lord. Um, This morning, you just have me because our lovely Sue is away on holiday. So um, please, please sing extra loud today to help me out. That would be amazing. Um, And we're going to start by uh, singing two fantastic um, praise praise, um, hymns, songs. Um, And if you'd like to stand, that would be lovely. Now, this morning, we're going to look at celebrating and celebration. And I was going to ask the intelligent people in the room. Oh, you can see the number of folk that are going, that's me out then. I'm going to ask you just to think with me for a minute. So if, if you can just help me, that would be amazing. What sort of things do we celebrate? Now, I'm going to give you a start point. We already know we celebrate birthdays. Happy birthday once again, Shirley. And we'll all be around later for our piece of cake, if that's okay. We already know we celebrate birthdays, but what other things do we celebrate? What sort of things, guys, do we celebrate? Celebrate? Oh, hello. Got a bit deep. All of a sudden, do you notice we went from the superficial to the very deep? Life, football. What else? Yes, Ted. What what do we celebrate? Easter. That's a brilliant answer. Yes, Timber? Christmas. Yeah. Anniversaries. Anything else? Coffee. Coffee, <laughs> anything else? Yeah. Mother in Sunday, Mother's Day. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Well done. That's going to give you some extra points with your mum. <laughs> I'm sure. Sorry? Father's Day. Yeah, okay. And some extra points for your dad. <laughs> New Year. Oh, how about that then? Uh, there's lots of things, isn't there? Any more? Achievements. Perseverance. Jubilees. There's a couple that I've thought of, but you haven't yet, but never mind. I'll tell you the other two I've got. Let's see if you agree. We celebrate harvest. Do we agree? And this year in particular, we celebrate a coronation. How about that then? What's that? (laughs) All of those things. How do we celebrate? What sort of things do we need to celebrate then? If we're going to celebrate all of that stuff, except maybe you only need a cup of coffee to celebrate coffee, but the reality is we're going to celebrate all that stuff. What are some of the things we need? Cake? Cake? (laughs) Go on, what else? Sorry? Cupcakes. Yeah, fair enough, if you're a cupcake sort of person, yeah. Ollie? No. (laughs) Friends. Family. But who said balloons? Jamie, can you blow balloons up? Huh? Not the long ones. Will you come and join me then, Jamie? I think, you see, Jamie, the truth is that I agree with you. I think if there's one thing you need to celebrate, it's balloons. So if you come and join me, my friend, and since you've got that amazing duck costume on, right... I have specifically got a yellow balloon for you. Is that okay? Right. Now, me and Jamie are just going to blow a balloon. Just, it's yours. I'll blow this one. I'll blow whatever one. This one will do, won't it? I'll blow this one. 
you, you blow that one, all right? We'll see how we go. Just going to blow up a balloon. Ready? Go. Now, the thing is, right, that when you blow up a balloon, all you've got to remember is that you've got to blow it up and then tie it up. Because unless you can do that... Okay, so... Oh. Okay, and this, what you're going to do is you're going to take the balloon and blow it up and then tie it off. And that's all you've got to do, Jamie. All you've got to do is take the balloon and... How are you doing? Okay. Well, I've got my balloon to celebrate with. What about... Can't... What are some, you know, we celebrated mothering today. What are some of the qualities that those that show mothering in our community show? What are some of the qualities that mothers have? Anyone want to? Patience. Oh. Helpfulness. Come on. I, re- I reckon Jamie is showing something brilliantly about mothering and I'll come back to that in a minute but keep going yes you have to sh- strength what else perseverance that's what Jamie's showing yeah what else I've got a long list let's see if you agree I think okay I think what's the problem what is your problem eh? <laughs> patience affection loving nurturing, forgiving. I'm sorry, boys and girls, sometimes your mum have to be a bit of an authority figure, have to say yes and no, and you have to do what they say. There you go, mums, I've just given you a, a good up on that. Respectful, empathetic, positive, organised, flexible, resourceful, supportive, brave and caring. What do we think? Do you think that's a good list? Oh, yes. Oh, Jamie, I'm sorry. I should have told you, shouldn't I? That's got a hole in it. Well, I'm ready to celebrate. Jamie doesn't seem ready. What would help Jamie celebrate? Yeah, I'll tell you what, Jamie, you were awesome. I'm going to give you my balloon. Is that okay? Today, as we think about Mothering Sunday, as Richard comes in a while and talks about a psalm, Psalm 150, it says something like this, everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Do you know, sometimes when we're around folk at what would seem the most wonderful time of the year, joyfully celebrating, it can be really difficult to celebrate for lots of reasons, can't it? But in truth... If we celebrate together, that's awesome. If in our joy, we simply celebrate with someone that maybe their balloon's got a hole in it, that can't celebrate, it really helps, doesn't it? Tell you what then, this is how we're going to celebrate. You can, you've got the balloon, that's yours to take. But do you think we could celebrate together if I did something? Well, you're still not sure now. <laughs> See, I also have a party popper in my pocket. If you stand there, this is how you and I are going to celebrate, Jamie. I'm going to pull the party popper. 
we'll celebrate together. Ready? Stay, stay. Luckily, I'm not of reserves. <laughs> Try again. Here we go, Jamie. This, this was, you know, this was supposed to be the high point of the talk. <laughs> Can I encourage you all today to go and celebrate with your mums and then maybe find someone who perhaps today's not such a great day and go celebrate with them too. You were awesome, Jamie, and for your hard work, you really can have my balloon. Tommy's going to come and lead us in a song, which speaks of the reality of mothers. If you could please stand, that would be wonderful. And um, this song, it's just the verse that's on the screen, but as we, as we sing it together, can it actually be our, our prayer as a church? for our mothers and fathers. That'd be wonderful. Number two, three, four, five, six, seven. some of the youth and the children who have prayers prepared to come up and we're going to lead prayers for spiritual mothers on Mothering Sunday. So yes, Erin, Eva, Ollie, Timber. And by the way, actually, you know what, if any other kids want to come up and pray for mothers, that is also cool. Um, Feel free to join. Let's pray. Dear God, I thank you for all mothers, for you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb, and without mothers, we wouldn't be here. They have loved us, cared for us, and no matter what, guided us. May all mothers all over the world be clothed in strength from you and guided by your hand. I pray for the mothers that are expecting, I pray for the mothers that are currently looking after their children and mothers that no longer have their children. May you give all mothers wisdom and kindness for everyday things. I also pray that all mothers will hear of you and follow you and bring their children to you, the Almighty God. I pray for the mothers of this church and that you will give them patience, love and strength. I pray that you will comfort them no matter what they are going through. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Thank you, God, for the love of our mothers. Thank you, God, for the care and concern. Thank you, God, for the joys they have shared with us. Thank you, God, for the pains they have borne for us. 
Thank you, God, for all that they give us. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Hello. <laughs> this Mothering Sunday, we celebrate, we celebrate, give thanks and pray for every maternal mother, every adopting mother, every fostering mother, every spiritual mother. We pray for anyone who is like who is like that to other people we ask the lord that he would give them strength we also pray for those struggling with the challenges of motherhood that you would comfort them and encourage them in amazing ways amen Loving God, we thank you for mothers, for all they mean or have meant, for the love they have shown and the care they have given. We thank you for the qualities of mothers, their patience, their kindness, their concern and their understanding. Loving God, thank you for mums and children and all the joy of family life. But we also pray that you would be with those who are grieving because they have no mother. Would you be close to those who are struggling because they have no children? Would you be near to those who are sad because they are far apart from those they love? Would your love be present in every home, would you be present in every heart of every person who is struggling on Mothering Sunday for various reasons? And would you help your church to have eyes to see and ears to hear for the needs of those who come to church? We ask this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thanks, guys. And so... Um, we're going to pray for the children as they leave. The youth are staying, but the under-12s are headed out for, for their various things. So, yes, I'll pray for them as they leave. Heavenly Father, we pray you bless the children, bless the, the, the under-12s, and uh, just ask that you, your spirit would be present with them, that you would um, teach them new things, remind them of old things, and that you would bring them joy and, and delight on this Mothering Sunday. In your mighty, precious name. Amen. So many children. It's amazing when you, when you see it from up here. It really does just empty out from that side. It's amazing. Praise the Lord. I don't know about you, but week by week, I love looking at this cross. And I don't know how long it's been here. I don't know who put it up there, but... There's something about having that cross up there that just brings me every week to the foot of it. As I'm, just, as I'm here and I'm worshipping alongside you all, I don't know about you, but I just I love being able to sing at the foot of this cross. And it just brings me back to just thinking again about my saviour and about the incredible gift of life that he's given to me. So in the lead up to Easter, I was thinking about what songs can we do? And um, there's a beautiful song called Man of Sorrows. And it speaks of the rugged cross, my salvation. And it just, it made me think of this. And, um, and I thought it was one that we definitely needed to start singing. I'm sure some of you will know it anyway. Um, but yeah, if you'd like to stand to sing Man of Sorrows.
So where you are and how you are, whether you want to stand or sit or whatever you want to do, before we read scripture, let's do what that song reminds us to do. Let's call on the powerful name of Jesus. Earlier on I was reminded, thank you for the reminder, that the word listen is an anagram of the word silent. So as we stay in silence, listen to the Lord. And in a moment, having listened, sing out his praises. Listen. In the silence, can you not hear him speak? Can you not hear him prompting your heart and your mind and your spirit? As God prompts, sing out, speak out his praises. Father God, we come before you with our words, with our hearts, those prayers that have been deep within us that have gone to you, where no word has been spoken. And we pray, Lord, not that we would just praise your name this moment, but that we would never cease praising your name. In the unending, unceasing praise that comes from your people, be glorified, we pray. Take the highest honour and have your way with us. Because the highest exaltation of praise we can say is thy will be done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, friends, and amen and amen. We're going to read a psalm. It's a short-ish psalm. It's the last psalm in the book. There's 150 psalms in the great book of psalms in Scripture. This is the very last one. 
if you were looking for a theme, we might say it's the closing hymn of praise. In fact, we might say that David's high point as he writes this psalm is to remind us that God's creation praises him everywhere and in every way. We should join this rejoicing song of praise, really. All of God's creation praises him at all time and in every way. And so we read. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. Praise him with the sounding of trumpet. Praise him with harp and lyre. Praise him with tambourine and dancing. Praise him with the strings and flute. Praise him with the clash of cymbals. Praise him with resounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. May God add his own blessing to his reading. Let's pray for Richard as he comes to bring God's word to us. Father God, I pray for Richard and thank you for him. I pray that every breath he has, as he brings the word of God alive to us, would praise your name, and that his praises would simply write your message on our heart as you speak to us through him, and that our actions may be praise and worship indeed. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thanks, Paul. So something may have hit you as you read this psalm. Well, hopefully it has. And it's that repetition of praise. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise him. You begin to get a picture. It occurs apparently 13 times. In the six verses, I think there's a theme going on, don't you? And as Paul said, this is the last psalm of 150. And a decision has been made by someone somewhere to put it last. So there has to be a reason, doesn't there? The Bible, as we know, is after all beautifully curated and put together and ordered. I would say this psalm comes last for one simple reason. It is where it is to remind us of what we must do. Praise God. Throughout the psalms we see examples of the writers of the psalm struggling with issues, struggling with where God is and how God is working in their lives. Time and time again, they call out to God for help and salvation and safety. All this happens, and yet at the end, we have a wonderful, uplifting psalm. A psalm that cries out to us and reminds us of our foundational duty to praise God. The one who made us and loves us more than we could ever know.
as I was preparing to or this sermon. I was reading it aloud. And I found myself buoyed up by just speaking the words, speaking words of praise. Words that cry out to us or remind us of who God is. So a psalm that says to us, no matter where we find ourselves, where we are in our lives, whatever situation we find ourselves in, whatever difficulty we're facing, or even if we're at the very best moments in our lives, our first port of call should be to praise the Lord. quite radical in its way, isn't it? To turn first to God and recognise that his supremacy over all things and in all things. To turn to God first. We're talking about celebration today and this psalm is in many ways a celebration Celebration of who God is. And it does feel slightly like we're being told to have a party. There are no balloons in evidence. But we do have all the instruments. We have the harp and the lyre and the trumpet. And the timbrel, whatever that is, someone will tell me, I'm sure. The strings and the pipe. And for some reason, the cymbals make a mention twice. Someone likes cymbals. Tambourines, apparently a timbrel, there you go. There's a racket going on, isn't there? Maybe that's just if I'm playing the instruments. But saying to us, come and celebrate who God is. Come and party. Be joyous in who God is. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. This is the God we serve. It's a wonderful thing to be able to celebrate, isn't it? That we have a God who is greater than any other or anything. If you read the preceding psalms, they're psalms of worship, psalms of praise, psalms of celebration. My mind was taken back to one of those long ago days in lockdown when we went for college prayers and these were the psalms chosen and we were on Zoom. Someone decided it'd be a great chance to read the psalms, play some music and we could just worship ourselves and turn off all the screens. He thought it was a good idea. The tutors, not so much, but that's what we went for. But they speak of rejoicing in God's. Rejoice in him. It's almost like the psalmist is saying we've reached the end of the psalms. We've covered so much of the human condition. But we can still celebrate who God is. Because time and time again, God proves to us that he is worth following. It's a very famous line, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Aren't these wonderful 
Words? Words that speak of what it means to be a part of God's creation. It's almost like we have no choice but to praise God. All are called to praise him, not just those that want to. And our whole bodies long to praise God, to celebrate who he is and how he's made us. And we praise him in all sorts of different ways, don't we? We praise him in song, in prayer, in dance, in living our lives in the way that he has called us to live our lives. We praise him by putting him first in our lives. Celebrating him for who God is. I'm sure you can add some more to my list of ways of praise. But there are definitely some things praise is not. It doesn't look like moaning about God. Certainly to other people. God can take it. It doesn't look like walking away from him, choosing to go our own way. That's not celebrating who God is or praising him, is it? For at his heart, praise is about subjecting ourselves to God. By recognizing that he is above all things. Subjecting ourselves to someone is quite a difficult thing, isn't it? We're not used to the thought. Putting ourselves completely below something else. We are subjects of the king, aren't we? Not that most of us probably think in language like that anymore. But we are subject to God, which is a completely different thing. Because we can celebrate that fact. We can celebrate that we are subject to God. Because God is good all the time, isn't he? He has our best interests at heart. He only ever wants what is best for us. And the amazing thing that he is Lord of lords and King of kings and cares about you more than anyone else in the whole of creation ever will or is even capable of doing. If that's not worth celebrating, quite frankly, I don't know what is. Celebrating who God is, the one who loves us and cares for us. We are also celebrating some other people today. It is Mothering Sunday today. Happy Mother's Day, Mum, if you watch this later. Don't worry, I have sent a card and a present. But it's the day when we celebrate our own mothers, but also those who have been mothers to us, who have nurtured us and helped us grow. Tommy, in his prayers earlier, used a wonderful phrase, spiritual mum. I'm sure many of us know what he means by that, don't we? Someone who has encouraged us, walked alongside us. We want to celebrate all that mothers bring to the life of both your families and indeed to the life of this church family. 
for your love and care for God's people. In the way that you praise God through your actions. But we're called to praise the Lord in all that we do. Every way that we act. Every moment in our lives. We turn our lives towards God's. We orientate ourselves towards God's. And in doing so, we praise him. Celebrate him. Honor him for who he is. Give him what he deserves. We want to celebrate who God is and what he's done for us, don't we? Even when it might seem difficult or impossible. Because it is possible to celebrate who God is and his wonderful promises to us all the time. In the highest of heights and the depths of the depths, we're called to praise and worship our almighty God. As I finish, I want to encourage you all to think about how you praise and celebrate God. Let it become a part of who you are. And think about why he is worthy of praise. Amen. I want to finish by reading that psalm again. It's only six verses, so I'm sure you'll forgive me. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. Praise him with the sounding of the trumpet. Praise him with a harp and lyre. Praise him with timbrel and dancing. Praise him with the strings and pipe. Praise him with a clash of cymbals. Praise him with resounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for who you are. Father, we thank you that you are great and worthy of praise. Father, we thank you that you fulfill your promises. Father, help us to praise you with all of our lives. Help us, Lord, to celebrate you. Celebrate your love for us. Help us, Lord, as well, to celebrate one another. Father, we praise you. Great are you, mighty are you, worthy of all honour and glory and praise are you. Amen. Amen, amen and amen. Praise the Lord. On your way in this morning, you were given a, a chick, a piece of paper with a chick on, We're going to do something with the front of that when the young people come back. So hold on to that, Tommy. We'll tell you what we're going to do with that in a while. But we need to recognise and acknowledge, actually, on this day that's about mothering, that we have those spiritual mums. And that, in reality, for many mums, it's a hard day. Maybe this is a day when that sense of not being able to have children at all 
comes back flooding back. Or this is a day when we're reminded we've got a, there's a difficult relationship with a child and a parent. Or maybe today's a day when you just simply need that reassurance for something that makes you anxious or worry or long for someone to come and comfort you, put your arms around you as you face a difficult health problem. Maybe today you're in pain and grieving because you no longer have a mum or you have no one like that in your life at all. Matthew chapter 11 verse 28 says this, Come to me, all you who are burdened, and I will give you rest. So although in a while we're going to ask if you put your name or your initials or whatever on the front, you'll see why. If you don't want to do that, or rather if this morning you'd simply like to take some time now as we just take a bit of moment to be quiet and write a prayer on the back of your chick or a name of a spiritual mum, then later on, once you have been able, we've put these in our basket and we'll talk about that in a while, they're going to be collected. And either Richard or Tommy or myself will pray with you and pray for that spiritual mum. Or pray with you through the hard time that you're facing. You can make them anonymous or you can put your name on them. If you'd like us to sort of come and speak further, just put please seek or speak or call or anything like that on it. It is true to say, friends, that we want to celebrate motherhood and mothering, but acknowledge the hard times it can sometimes be. Earlier on, we shared that silent, listen, um, reality, that one is an anagram of the other. So I want to invite you to listen to some words of a hymn, a song, actually, and invite you to write, if you wish, a prayer. Living under the shadow of his wing, we find security. Standing in his presence we will bring our worship to the king. Bowed in adoration at his feet, we dwell in harmony. Voices join together that repeat, Worthy is the Lamb. Heart to heart, embracing in his love, reveals his purity. Soaring in my spirit like a dove. Holy is the Lord. Father God, I pray for all of us as we write our prayer, as we ponder the spiritual mums we've had, as we give our prayer out of the reality of our situation. I just simply pray that as we do that, it will be our listening, silent act of worship and would be to you a sweet sound and a sweet smell of worship. And so I just want to...
encourage you to listen to God. To write a prayer. To worship with me. Father God, take the prayers that we've written, the prayers that we've spoken, the meditations of our hearts and our minds and our spirit. May all the prayers and praises of today glorify you. And may we simply praise the Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. We did a a very smooth transition, sneaked in the the mother hen here. And now perhaps you'll know the reason why we have our little little chicks that we were handed at the start of the service. Now, in the Bible, God is compared to lots of different creatures. He's compared to a mother bear um, who's robbed of her cubs. Uh, God is compared to a woman who is given birth. God is compared to a woman who comforts her child. <laughs> but the, the verse I want to quickly look at is in Matthew 23, verse 37. And when I get there, I'll uh, read out what it says. It says in Matthew 23, verse 37... Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often, this is Jesus speaking, how often I would have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings and you were not willing. How I would have gathered you like a hen gathers her chicks under her wings. And this is a beautiful imagery, a, a, an image of, of, of the mother instinctively caring and protecting her young. But there's something that's really, awesome, really interesting about this image is that, you know, back in the times of the Bible, there were, it, was a very, it was very hot in the, it still is very hot, very hot in the Middle East. There, were, there was always going to be fires, wildfires happening around. And often, you know, bushfires would happen, there were, the barns would burn. And this was just a regular thing that happened in those days. But what the hen would do is that when the fire was happening, the mother hen would get the chicks, gather it under its wings. And then what happened was that when people would rummage through the wreck of the fire and they'd see the dead hen, they would lift up the wings and the chicks would still be alive under the wings. Oh, Jerusalem, how I would have gathered you under my wings. I would have died for you. And, and this is an amazing, beautiful image of, of Jesus showing, showing this motherly instinct of wishing to care for her children, willing to go as far as to lay down his life for us. And isn't that the, the story of the gospel of a, of a God who came down and is willing to lay down his life for us? And so... With your, with your chicks, um, your chicks symbolizing you, I'd ask you to come to the front and put it 
at the basket at the foot of the wings of the of the hen and and when you do that it's a it's a prayer it's a prayer a prayer it's a prayer that you would be under the wings of god who who shows that motherly love that we all we all long for but we can find in jesus so yes i'd encourage you to come to the front when you're ready and um if you can't uh I almost forgot your name, Lorraine. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Lorraine will come round if you can't come round, come to the front. But yeah, uh, place your, your chick in the basket as a, as a symbol of your, your putting yourself under the wings of God who loves us and is di- will die, who died for us. Friends, while that happens, I, I just want to share with you a picture that's just been shared with me, um, which uh, is for a, a lady and a gent that are here this morning. The picture someone had was of a swimming pool. Um, and, you know, one of those swimming pools, sort of maybe the older ones where you have a building and you have the swimming pool, and all around is those amazing tiles that we used to get Verrucas from. Do you remember those swimming pools? And the reason I share that with you is because in this picture... There's a sense of which the gent, everybody's in the pool, but the gent is sitting on the side and his feet are dangling in, but he's not in the pool. And the lady is literally standing by the side and she's not in the pool. And therefore there's an image of God here. Friends, it's this simple. This is a building, but just coming here doesn't make you Christian. It's getting in the pool. It's accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Saviour. That makes you the Christian. That makes you the follower. So if this morning you, that, that's plucked at your heart and you think you're either the lady or the gent, then can I encourage you to speak to me or Tommy or Richard after the service? And we'd love to know more about you and find out where you're at and encourage you into the water. Because the one thing I know about this church is that you'll be loved and cared for. And just like the mother hen, gathered in and part of family. Laura. Brilliant. Um, We're going to end this morning by singing a great song called Living Hope that I'm sure lots and lots of you will know. Um, So if you'd like to stand to sing. Well, before, which oh, means, it's, sorry. It's, it's, sorry, I thought there were two. I do apologise. Oh, no, we've already done the other one. Oh, you've already done yeah. the other one. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> but actually, I think, Lorraine, we're gonna, we want to just say a, a thank you to everybody here that has shown us mothering in any way, shape, or form. And so I know the children are going to come and, and help Lorraine distribute not just what they did this morning, but also some, some amazing daffodils. Um, even I know what flower they are. Very good. Okay. <laughs> If you'd like to stand to sing. How great the God.
Hallelujah. In a way, you know, the book of Psalms kind of mirrors life and it reminds us of something. That throughout life there is a spiritual journey and we have two choices. We can go our way or we can go God's way. One way leads to life, the other leads to death. And the reality is David writes this psalm to say, choose God's life and the way to life. You know, it doesn't mean you're not going to face troubles or problems or persecutions this week. But the truth of the matter is, no matter what, God will be there. And so as our final act of worship, my blessing, our blessing as ministers together on you, is that the words of this little psalm may be yours for the week. So may you, this week, praise the Lord. May you praise God in his sanctuary. Praise God in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. May you praise him with everything that you have. And may every breath of yours praise the Lord. May that be a blessing and your very being this week. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. To leave a comment, please go to mindhead-baptist.com slash sermons. Well, thank you once again for listening and I'll speak to you soon.